A few weeks ago, I made a video about one of our sisters in Canada was speaking about how racist Canada, you know, can be. Um, Canada itself, you know, is a liberal country. And you think, you know, the liberals always try to act like they're our friends, but in the end, they are just as racist, sometimes in my opinion, more racist than the conservatives can be against black people. So I had a sister write me um, from Canada um, and I want to just kind of share this with you and just go through it because, you know, a lot of our brothers and sisters in Canada, you know, we really don't hear too many of them speaking out about what goes on. And I, I put a call out there to Canada is that you have any brothers and sisters out there who definitely can express themselves, you know, very well, can articulate the racism and white supremacy in Canada. Um, you know, definitely contact me because I'll, I'll definitely be interested to, um, you know, see what you got. Cause like I said, we need to get somebody in Canada. They just haven't came up yet. Um, but the sister said that she had saw, you know, my video, you know, on white supremacy in Canada. And she said, she honestly uh, say that we are a pretend nation when it comes to racism. See, the difference is in Canada. You say, we try to be polite about it while the Americans are just playing straightforward with it. Now they say that because of politeness, it makes the racism here more insulting is that those who are black Canadian born, such as myself, she says, I can, I often get asked where I come from, despite I know I have a very Canadian accent. Basically you don't belong there or you some sort of immigrant. Now understand all them people that's there, they all immigrated from Europe. So you should ask them where they come from. That was just, yeah, where you come from? Where, 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 your, where your people from? Ask that question because they don't belong there. Now she says, I, I just left an equity and diversity. Oh God. When you hear that word equity, yes, liberal central and diversity workshop today. And those running the workshop and those who are on their inclusion boards are all white. Uh, yeah, that's usually how it goes. It's talking about diversity and inclusion and Becca's teaching it. They won't even hire a black person to do diversity and inclusion or let black people run that. No, they don't. They're going to tell you the same people that caused the problems when they, when they have a diversity issue, right? It's the same people that's going to be telling you about diversity. God. They say, she says, what these sort of organizations fail to realize is the initiative may be there, say, but the sad reality is we as black Canadians are not invited to the table and decisions are being made for us when our black voices are not even present. Now, I'm not surprised by that. It's not like we have a present voice in America either. Our deal, the difference with us is that we have knocked down a lot of doors. We did a lot of screaming, yelling, and we put a lot of foot to pavement to get to where we at today. Uh, that's just that simple. She said the prime example where America is far ahead of us, they see the list of five major Canadian banks. So you can check online and see for yourself. So she talked about Scotia Bank, Toronto Dominion, Royal Bank, uh, Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce, the CIBC, and the Bank of Montreal said all of the above five Canadian banks do not even have not one black male or female on their board of directors. Yet they all say they are equal opportunity employers. Yes, they sound good on paper, but they're not good in practice. That's how white supremacy work, even on, on the uh, left wing, right? He said, please call these banks out publicly, you know, on your channel and don't get me started on recruitment agencies, advertising firms, et cetera. He said, the more educated a black woman is in Canada, 
with international experience, the more she is told you're overqualified and not suitable for the jobs. I literally wasted two years of my life trying to find a job and gave up and decided to work for myself. And there are many sisters in Canada who have been unemployed for a year or more. It's more common and never discussed because of pride when the reality is, is that it is just plain denial of opportunity. Let me stop there. As long as you depend on the white supremacist for your daily bread, he or she can do whatever they want to do to you. They can say you're overqualified just because you know more because they're threatened by an educated black man or woman. They're threatened by that because you're going to know more than them. You're going to show them up, etc. You're a major threat. And what you decided to do sister and what you learn is I need to work for myself. I need to do for self. You have people out here that is actually against doing for self. When you sit up here and you're going to depend on these folks, what they do to you, it is what it is because you need to get out here and do for self the best way you can. And one thing I know about black people, when we put our mind to something or we gonna get it done, but we have gotten lazy in a lot of ways in this country. And he also, we can say Canada too. We have gotten lazy. We say, Oh, let's go just depend on the white man to give us something right where he wants you dependent on him. Because as long as you dependent on him, you're not doing nothing for yourself. We need to get up out of that. We need to be dependent on ourselves, dependent on our own communities for our daily bread. Now she continued to say, at least in America, they say you have affirmative action. They say Canada, we don't have this. They say we just have employment equity. They say, which is just a window dressing word to say we hire visible minorities, but it's not enforced in any way, nor they say, are there any quotes or mandatory requirements or obligations to hire visible minorities so that way it looks good on paper. So, so let me say something to you about that word minority. Get the word minority out your lexicon. Say black. Say black Canadians. Um, just say that. Because if you say minorities, they're going to hire everybody else but black folk. That's what we have learned the hard way uh, with these people in America. Now, you mentioned affirmative action, and I responded to you in the email, but I'm going to say, you know, uh, publicly, about affirmative action. So about affirmative action, even Dr. Claude Anderson say that it should actually go away because it does not benefit black folk at all. Affirmative action is more benefited by white women. White women take those, you know, uh, set aside from affirmative action, bring it back to the white community, white husband, etc. right? White women benefit more because she is considered a minority. White LGBT is considered a minority. White disabled is considered a minority. You understand? Now, white men are considered a minority, but all those other groups, that's just the white community itself when it comes to affirmative action. More white women have moved up with affirmative action than any other time. Then after them, you're going to have the Asians and you're going to have the uh, uh, Arabs and I East Indians and all the different groups, Native Americans, Hispanics, all these different groups, then black. So even though you have affirmative action, which it was first created, it was for black Americans to help us out, get jobs but it was changed after Kennedy died to minority and they finessed black people out of getting what they needed to take care of themselves. And now affirmative action is, is just don't benefit black people no more. And then the interesting part, Asians are filing lawsuits against affirmative action. They benefited off affirmative action way more than black folks have just cause they don't get into certain college. Oh, it's affirmative action that prevented me. 
you're not entitled to getting no college. Boy, you, I mean, it's a competition anyway. So the sister continued, just sharing my feelings, say, but I wanted my opinions not to be shared, identifying me, which of course we're not going to do that. Uh, she wanted us to disclose her anonymously. Of course, we always would do that if we share stuff publicly. And she said a conflict of interest reasons, but just sharing a tip that you can look into and research. She said there was even an article in the Toronto Star about a black female lawyer working at a major law firm. And her experience was pretty ghastly. She said, you can also check out the French side of Canada. It's as if black French Canadians don't even exist is what the sister says. So I guess they're practicing a Latin American strategy in Latin America. They don't try to put black people on anything. You look at the news in Latin America, there's no black people on the news for the most part. Um, movies, they're not on the news. Even the indigenous people that's dark, almost about my color or so, they not they don't put them either. But if they do put them in movies or shows, they're the maids, they're the criminals, they're, you know, things like that, right? So they're playing a Latin American strategy where you don't exist, only the the white people. It's all white supremacy, whether it's done in Latin America or whether it's done in Canada. Y'all, y'all are a liberal stronghold. And ooh, Lord. You know, I, don't, I wouldn't want to even deal with that personally. I would not. But we know there's a lot of white supremacy going on. We, we hear about the police brutality that goes on in Canada. And I remember they had this one sister that was uh, actually a journalist. She wanted to come and start doing some uh, reporting here. But, you know, whatever news station she worked with, you know, conflict, I guess a conflict of interest. But, um, yeah, we definitely looking for a Canadian person to want to come in and and, and, and tell the real about, you know, all the, the policies as racist against black people. Cause we get, listen, the purpose of me creating African diaspora news channel is to bring the stories of the diaspora. And if for me, the African diaspora is all black people globally. And we got to share what goes on with us. And, and of course, like I said, as time go along, we would get these people. I believe that, you know, by the Lord, we'll get all the right, the right people because people could come, but you got to have the right people that connect with your audience too, because we're going to have somebody all day long. We can find a, a reporter very easily and pay, but you know, it's, it's, they got to be the right person. They got to have, they got to, you know, connect with the audience. They got to understand the mission. They have to understand the assignment. And I read the whole off until we get somebody to understand the assignment or who's very passionate, you know, about black people in Canada and, and all of that, you know, that that's, that's what I, I would like, you know? So yeah, if that's you and you, that kind of person, um, and you've done now, this is the thing I've had people, you know, respond to me when I say things like this, you got to have a body of work though. I, we're at a level, we can't just take, you know, someone that has nothing done. And I don't mind working with somebody that's just starting out, but I have to see you done something. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have a bunch of matter of fact, I don't even like dealing with people who's established content creators. I don't like dealing with them because it's too much ego to go along with them. I like new people who just started and work with them. I love that. Uh, because from my experience, it works out a lot better when, when they just starting versus getting somebody established already and the ego comes in and yeah, it is what it is, right? You live and learn. But so my brothers and sisters in Canada, like I said, keep your head up, um, you know, fight the power. <laughs> That's for sure. We talking about the white supremacists, fight, fight them for sure. Don't let them treat you any kind of way. 
uh, stand up for yourself, what you got to be about doing for self. If you depend on these people, you're going to be unemployed 10 years. They're not here to make sure black people are good. We as black people got to make sure that we are good. But brothers, so let me know what you think about, you know, this uh, email here from, you know, Canada. And uh, like I said, I greatly appreciate, you know, getting these particular emails. I also got to find an email that was from, I got from so long ago from a woman from the Netherlands that talked about when I made a video about uh, South Africa and I said they should have, they need to go back to their homeland. And that lady was just going in about how they don't even want them back over there. So that, that was interesting. I got to find an email and, and do a video on that one. It's, it's been a little while ago for that. But uh, yeah, keep y'all head up out there. We'll see you on the next one.